Okay, so I've never used this, but how are you guys doing? Can you do me a favor? Can you smile at me every so now and again, just so I know, you know, you're with me? Is that okay? Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Okay. So, what I want to share with you tonight, the topic is um, confessions. And I wasn't going to do this, and then earlier I was sitting with uh, Rose for a little bit, and it just dawned on me how simple this whole thing is. So I have spoke to Dave a little bit a few seconds before uh, we started, and I said to him, I'm going to throw a little curveball, have his feet fitted readiness with the gospel of peace, and he's agreed. He's not sure yet. He doesn't even know what's coming yet, but he's ready. Dave, can you join me? <laughs> can we have a, a, a mic? Oh, there we go. Take a seat with me. Okay. <laughs> okay, don't be afraid. I'm not afraid. <laughs> I just don't know what's going on. <laughs> so, um, Dave, I just wanted some time to spend with you. I've been going through some stuff. And I um, just want to share with you that I did this business deal. Mm. And, man, I shortchanged the tax man. Mm-hmm. And so I'm feeling a bit guilty about it. And yeah, what would you advise me? Did you ever hear a guy called Zacchaeus? Well, it's good that you acknowledge it. Your, your, your awareness is number one. That's a sign that God's at, at work in your life because the devil would have made you forget about it. Mm. You would have pushed it to the back of the queue. But the fact that you're aware, the fact that you're troubled, that's very exciting. It means God's in your life. Yeah. And he's not going to let you live in darkness. He wants to bring things to light. And he always does that. And then he'll meet you in that. He always meets us. If we come in openness and humility, God gives his grace to the humble. So uh, he will help you to bring that to the light and to take the steps necessary to restore what's been wrong and broken. Awesome. Thank you, Dave. Is that it? That's it. Oh, okay. Hey, guys. <laughs> uh, I, I just wanted to do that, and the reason for it is I just want to show how simple it is. What I'm going to talk to you about tonight is that simple. Finding somebody that you can trust, somebody that um, you can draw from, that, that a safe space that you can be vulnerable with. Confession. It's a, it's a scary thing. When I, when I um, thought about it the first time, I thought, ah, confessions don't always work out so lekker. Eh? You might have stolen something, and then you confess it, and then guess what? They lock you up. You spend some time in jail, you know. Um, sometimes confessions go that way. And other times, confessions, there's grace in it, you know. You go back to the tax man. Who knows? He, they check your numbers. Actually, they owe you money. Wouldn't that be amazing? So I, I want to I wanna say that I'm so excited to share this with you guys tonight. I just believe 
that God wants to set us free. So let's let's just go to a scripture, John, one John one, and verse eight. If you've got your Bible, uh, okay. So I'm gonna. I hope the translation there is the same as mine. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. So what does is, what is this what does the scripture do for us? What does confessing our sins do for us? Okay? First of all, it empowers us, and second of all, it cleanses us from unrighteousness. Would you agree? Right. Thank you, guys. I appreciate the, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, God is so good. And then there's another scripture. I'm not sure where it is now, but um, you, you're going to know it, and you're going to have confidence in me that it is in the Bible. The thief comes to steal, kill, destroy, and I come that you might have life and have it in abundance. So the enemy comes to steal our freedom, and he comes to destroy, to kill and destroy us. Okay? So this God, the enemy doesn't want you to be free and righteous. <clears throat> Let's think about that for a moment. What happens when we are righteous? Let's, let's do another verse, okay? James 5, verse 16. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you might be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective, okay? So for me, I'm, I'm connecting the dots like this. If I want my prayer to be powerful and effective, I need to be righteous, okay? And for me to be righteous, I need to what? I need to confess my sins so that I might be forgiven, okay? Um, I need to confess my sins one to another. What does it do for me? It sets me free and it makes me powerful and my prayer effective. So I said, we, went, we, we read first um, 1 John 8 verse 10, and then we talked and we found out that we become righteous and we become clean and our prayers are effective. Then we, after that, so we go first to God and we confess, then we, and to one another, and then we are able to go to one another and pray for each other, okay? Um, in my translation here, it says, uh, therefore confess your sins to each other for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. It speaks about us being healed of unrighteousness, being set free. And I, uh, I, I'm thinking that sometimes when we confess uh, or we talk, we share what's, what's going down for us, 
it's hard because what you you've what we what we've kept in secret um we've kept there for a long time anybody here uh, don't put your hands up have something that you've kept to yourself for a long time that thing keeps you captive so i'm going to share a little bit of my testimony with you uh tonight in fact this wasn't part of the plan um Thank you, Lord. So, just very briefly, when I was uh, about five or six years old, uh, a little boy, I was abused by one of my uncles. And that secret I kept, and that thing I kept for about 19 years, or not 19, sorry, mm, math, about 12 years kept that secret for about 12 years and what it did it it changed me it changed the way i looked at myself it changed the way i looked at others it changed my understanding of what love even is and it made me question some stuff about myself but guess what if I had spoken to somebody, if I'd confessed this thing of, that was troubling me, that, was, that I'd become a part of, I would have been set free. I'm sharing this because I want to encourage you that whatever you've, you're dealing with, whatever you're keeping in the dark, whatever you, you, you're not um, bringing into the light, because that's what it is. When we confess, we... We, we bring something into the light. We take ownership of it and we expose it. You can be set free. I want to encourage you tonight, if you, if you remember nothing of what I share and you remember that, know that you can be set free, you can be made righteous, and you can be powerful and effective. So there's, there's a, that's the one kind of confession. Okay, which is a less fun one, but a very powerful one. The other kind of confession is what, the, 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 you know that there's power in your tongue? Okay? There's a thing that I like to say, Gavin gives me a hard time about it, but um, it's, uh, when people ask me, how am I? What do I say? Love, what do I say? Can you be a little bit, can you be Charlene for me? Yes, I say I'm blessed and highly favored by the confession of your lips. Hey, that's you confessing, you declaring something over your life. Hey, I want to say sometimes we got to do that for somebody else. So uh, I said to you guys, I spoke to Rose earlier, and uh, I won't share what you told me, Rose. Don't stress over there. She's going under the chair. Um, sometimes um, we've got to pull things out of one another. If I love you and I come to you and I say to you, Connor, how are you doing? Right. So Connor says he's good. But that's a very vague answer. Hey, it's a very vague. Yes, but it's a general way. I know he's a deep man, but generally that's how people answer you. Maybe, maybe we dig a little deeper 
And you say, what do you mean? Because people think if um, you don't really want to know what's going down with me, you actually just want to, you're just being polite, right? Have you had that? Where somebody says, how are you doing? And they keep going. <laughs> you haven't yet answered, but they, they've, they've, hey? And um, we, so what I'm trying to say is we can set each other free. We can make it okay for one another to confess, to, to speak our hearts. We can make it a safe place. We can make it a space that um, somebody feels you're really interested in what's going down with me, okay? And we, we're so busy today with our own stuff that we don't necessarily have time to listen to people's long stories. <laughs> and I've got a long tongue. Ask anybody that knows me. If they ask me that, I tell them. And then sometimes I'm sure they think, oh, what did I open myself up to? But they give me, they show me they love me by making time. So I'm saying that confession is something that we are responsible for. And because we're brothers and sisters, we are responsible for it. Okay? We, we need to create a space for people to be vulnerable. And, and for them to be, for us to be okay with them not being okay. Eh? Is, is that, can I have an amen, Rob? Yeah, can we go deeper? Okay, so I want to, so confessions is something we declare, something we own, take, we, we take responsibility for it as well. Okay, so I'm, let's go to, um, okay, I've already spoke about this, but let's, attach a scripture to it, Proverbs uh, 18, verse 21. Okay. The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Can we go to 22? I think it is. Let's see. I only said 21, Chuck. Okay, it's Sorry, guys. Okay. I can't find it. I can't even see the words in my, in my Bible. <laughs> no, it's not that scripture. <laughs> but it's, it, uh, the, the scripture I'm wanting to refer to is uh, about um, Elijah. And we all know the story of Elijah and, and what he spoke came to pass. And I want to say that that same power lives in you. I want to say that um, there is power in your tongue. How do we put power in our tongue? Let's just go back a second. How do we, how do we put power in our tongue? How do we make what we say effective? We confess. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us for, from all unrighteousness, right? And then when we pray, the prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. I want to say that this is something that's not exclusive. We all have access to it. But it requires us to do some stuff. Firstly, to be vulnerable. Secondly, to exercise a little bit of wisdom 
Okay? So I chose Dave to confess to <laughs> because I trust him that he has my best interests at heart. So I'm not, who knows a story about uh, Joseph? Okay? So um, I love the story, but it speaks uh, to what I want to share with you. So Joseph, God gave him something. This is just an illustration just about wisdom of who you confess to, okay? So Joseph, God drops something in his heart, and he decides what? He's going to tell his brothers, his older brothers, um, that they're going to bow down to him. One of the things that he, that he says. And what happens? So before that, um, just a little bit of backstory of Joseph. Okay, so Joseph's dad sets him up, uh, sets him apart, right? And this, are, this is actually um, very specifically for the younger crowd here, but I think all of us, even those of us who've got a bit of gray, need to understand this. Um, he is set apart by his father, right? I want you to know that Jesus has set you apart. You are special. Can I have an amen? Okay, you really are special. Okay, God has a plan and a purpose for your life. So what happens to Joseph? He shares to the wrong people, ends up in a pit, ends up sold as a, as a slave, gets a job, ends up in jail because of, but he remains faithful. So what was deposited in him remained that he was set apart for something great, right? He remains faithful to that because he understands something of who he is, right? I want to say it again. You're special, okay? You have been set aside for something special. God has a plan and a purpose for your life. And the enemy wants to steal, rob and destroy that purpose. Okay. So understand who you are. Confess one to another. But choose who you do this to. We have to calibrate our lives from time to time. So this is not a, uh, a once-off thing um, that happens. We've got to do it on a regular basis. Um, Dave has been speaking about discipleship. So, good idea, get yourself into a discipleship group where you can be trusted and be, uh, be trusted and trust those around you and bear yourself and unburden yourself of the things that the enemy would use to hold you back from freedom. Um, I remember a story about about a bird that got stuck on a, in a farm. You probably have heard this story, but I just want to quickly bring it to memory for you. And he was um, pecking around with the, with the chickens, and one, one day he looked up, and there, there was a shadow that flew over the, over the farm, and they looked up, and all the other chickens ran away, and he ran and hid, and... Uh, and he asked one of the other chickens, what was that? And uh, the chicken said, hey, that's an eagle. 
to be careful. And he continued picking, picking. I might be changing the story a little bit, but you'll get the, the gist of it. Um, and, he, and eventually, he, he ended up um, discovering that he wasn't a chicken. But he was behaving like a chicken. And so I want to say that sometimes we, we go back to the, the power of your tongue. Sometimes you are a giant, but you're behaving like a chicken. You're not walking the ego walk that you meant to be. Okay. So I just want to do a quick um, recap with you guys. Um, I just want to say that, again, if we confess to Jesus, he's faithful to restore. Anything that you've done, anything that you've been through, he's faithful to restore. So my journey, I shared with you my, my testimony, and after many years, God uh, set me free of, and I confess, I, I spoke to my parents, I spoke to, to others, and got healing from uh, what I'd been through. And, and many years later, I, I, I slowly unpacked and I shared with more people, and God has been able to take that thing and use it for His glory. So sometimes when we, when, when we confess something, the result is not immediate grace from the person. So, so sometimes you have to pay the tax man, is what I'm saying. Sometimes you go to jail. For, that's a consequence of what you've been through. But God is still able to restore and to use that thing to, to set others free, to empower others. You can still be effective and powerful. Okay. Um, and the devil wants to stop you. Tonight, I really, when, when we were praying in the back and when I was preparing this word, I just, I knew that there would be quite a bit of younger guys here. I really felt that God is saying to you that he wants to set you free. You know? And so tonight, I'm going to ask you to be bold. Um... I'm going to ask you to be bold tonight. We're going we're gonna to start worship. And, and as we start worship, I'm going to ask you, here tonight, there's uh, Gavin, there's Karen, there's many, there's Dave, there's many um, people that are trustworthy. There are many people that, have, um, that would have your best interests at heart. That's safe. So I, wanna, I, I, want, I want to encourage that instead of waiting for tomorrow, I'm s instead of waiting for next week, don't carry this thing another day longer. I want to encourage you to, to come forward. Find somebody tonight that you can talk to about something that the devil is using to keep you from being fully righteous, to keep you from um, being powerful and effective.
Job. So I want to just I want it just to be a continuation of of our time together and as we begin to worship. If you can stand, please. Um, I think the illustration that I did with Dave, it seems so simple, but yet it's so scary to be vulnerable to somebody. There's nothing worse than missing out on God's best for you. As we worship, I just want to encourage you, come forward. Um, Somebody will come alongside you and let's be bold. Let's be courageous. Let's trust God to, to, when we leave here tonight, we leave um, better, different. All right, can I pray? Father, Lord, we just, we thank you, Father, that you are faithful to forgive us, to restore us, to heal us, Lord, to, to take us to places where we ourselves can lift others up, Lord, that we can um, be that person that um, is able to encourage and, and empower others in Jesus' name. I pray, Father, for boldness tonight. I pray for boldness, Lord, that we would, we, we would lean into what it is you have, uh, the best life you have in store for us. In Jesus' name.